Hello and welcome to the podcast Let's Talk Relationships, the podcast all about love, life, career, friendships and everything relationships. I'm Cass, your host, your relationship coach, and we will deep dive in today's session about attachment styles. Now, this has been talked about a lot in psychology and psychotherapy and therapy, but I want to make it really simple for us to understand because essentially, when you know your attachment style, it then helps you Notice patterns and things when you're with a partner or a potential partner or even with a friend. And I'm going to give you tips and tricks today on how to support someone with different attachment styles and how you can identify with a particular one. Now, just a bit of background. An attachment style was actually created with small children. A doctor called Mary Ainsworth and John Bowlby were both psychiatrists and they looked at this thing called attachment theory and came up with four different styles. And I'm going to break each one down now for you. So... This is four styles. So the first one is the secure type of person, okay? And here's the thing. If you're secure, you may not be, you know, you might be secure in your job, but actually in a relationship, you might be really anxious, okay? So it's not a one-size-fits-all model, but this is a general perspective in areas in your life, love, life, friendship, career, where you may show up with a different type of style, okay? So the secure attachment style person is... They're really comfortable in who they are. They're comfortable in their own skin. They don't mind confrontation. Now, I don't mean they could win an argument and state their point and kind of dismiss you. I don't mean that at all. But I do mean that they have, they think with good intention. They think the best of you. So if you upset them, they will then say to you, oh, I wasn't feeling comfortable when you said that then. Um, And they'll move on with it. They won't hold a grudge. They won't shut down. They won't hold it back and resent you. They'll just generally say how they feel. Also, they can hold space for you. So if you're having an off day, you can feel you can talk to that person because you feel comfortable with them. And they can hold space and they won't have any secret resentment. Like, wait, why are they telling me this? They're generally okay with you being showing up in all your colors. And they're cool with it. And they're happy to show you who they are. And they generally can handle themselves well emotionally because often a lot of us are very good at managing ourselves on the outside. On the inside, we can be really struggling with our friendships, our relationships and our workships with our colleagues. So they are really calm. They can express how they feel and they still feel valid when they express themselves. The second type of attachment I'm going to speak to you about today is the anxious ambivalent. And this is someone who is, do you really like me? Okay, think of the Pied Piper. Am I, am I wicked? These are the types of people that they may feel or you may think that they're coming off as clingy in relationships. They actually fear abandonment. They're often people pleasers. And, you know, they say things like, you know, they won't like me if I do this or if I say that, what do other people think of me? And I'm scared to do this in case someone thinks that of me. And they really need reassurance in a relationship. They really need to feel like they're loved. They really need to feel like they're heard. And... These types of people, particularly if you're dating someone who's really anxious, they may need real clear communication from you and consistency. So, you know, if you're going to be late, say to them, look, I'm going to be 10 minutes late, but I can't wait for dinner with you. So compliment them because they may feel sometimes, and it's really, if you're secure, you're like, why would they think that? And you'll be okay with that. But for an anxious attached person, they may think it's a reflection of them. And also if things go wrong or you're not happy with them, or they've done something that's upset you, again, we're all human, we all make mistakes, but an anxious person will really take it to heart and they'll may get triggered to a time when they were young and they did something wrong with a parent as opposed to thinking of the situation. So for example, say you were in a relationship with an anxious person and you were late and you didn't know that, you know, 
they were always left after school for long periods of time, for example. If you just rock up and you say, I'll be there at one and you turn up at two, obviously that's rude anyway, but to an anxious attached person, that really, really triggers them. And they may then shut down because they may not feel like, actually, that's not okay, you being late. Um, And so it's really important that you say, look, I'm going to be a bit late, but I really can't wait to see you. So it just keeps them at bay. And these types of people as well, they like to know your plans. They like to know where you stand. Not in a controlling way, they just love to feel loved and their love language is often connection. They like to know communication, you know, what you're doing and, you know, how your how your day is going and they may need, you know, a check-in in the middle of the day, like, how are you, hope everything's okay. I know sometimes you'd naturally do that, but a different attachment style would function differently and that's why I'm saying if you are aware of these signs and how people need to be communicated, it actually bonds you together. So if you're with someone that feels a bit needy, they may be actually saying to you, hey, look, you know, I really need you to message me to tell me what time you're going to be home or I really need you to message me to just say that you miss me or you're thinking of me or you can't wait to see me. Just give me that approval and I promise you they'll be like the best partner ever because when they feel secure and emotionally loved, best believe you are locked in for good. So these are really good people to be around because they're really highly intelligent emotionally as well they're emotionally intelligent they're able to really dig deep into their feelings they can often be something called empaths they have a lot of empathy where they really feel people's emotions they really feel it like it goes into their body almost and they can like if they're upset they really feel it and if they're happy like you are living you know you're the best person who's super happy so they're really nice to be around their love language like I said can be touch it can be speaking and words because they really appreciate you doing things for them but a way to reassure them is to say you know really be clear with your communication especially if you're late or you're going to you know let them down inadvertently get in there beforehand I'm running really late I'm so sorry or if you're late I'm gonna I'm looking forward to seeing you I'm just gonna be as quick as I can so that really puts these type of people at ease and then you've got somebody who is an avoidant person this person tends to be uncertain they don't like labels in a relationship they can be a bit vague they can say you know um I don't really want a label you know they're quite casual this is kind of extremes with the avoidance okay so you've got the avoidance who really like they don't want labels they don't really want a commitment they do want a relationship they're a bit loose you know they've got stuff going on they can be busy at times you may not know where you stand that's kind of an extreme case of an avoider and again if that's where you're at really think about if you could communicate effectively with them. Now, if you are an avoider, you may be another type on the scale, if you like, where you really value your independence. You want to be in a relationship. You find communication really difficult. And maybe in your past, you were with a parent or, you know, someone at school or in your first job where you were triggered because the minute you said your feelings, you didn't have space to express how you felt or you just didn't even think about your feelings. It wasn't even a thing. So when it comes to emotions, that's really troubling for you because you don't know how to access them. And this can be really tricky, if, particularly if you're dating an anxious person and the anxious and the avoiders for some reason team to, tend to really go together uh, because the anxious is seeking approval, the avoiders running away from it. So they're both kind of feeding each other, if you like. And often, if we're not aware of this, it can lead to maybe not long-term success. So this is where the coaching comes in now and the self-awareness to help you bond and have a successful relationship, career ship, friendship, whatever space you're showing up in in your relationship. So 
with an avoidant, you really don't want your independence to be compromised in a relationship. So when you're with a partner, that minute that they get a bit too close for you, you're like, whoa. And then the partner's like, hang on, we're going really well here. We're doing really well. I thought we were liking each other. We're bonded. We're going great. And now you're distant. Yes, because it's their attachment style. And it's nothing to be worried about. It's just something to be cautious of. And often with avoiders, if you... When I say leave them to it, I don't mean in a cold way to an anxious person, they can be like emotional connection that, you know, they're a bit frosty or they don't care or they don't really, they're not that interested in them and that can really heighten an anxious person. So what I would say is if you have an avoidant attachment style, your communication needs to be on point here and you need to say to your partner, look, I really, really like being with you, okay? So always compliment them and then say, and my, and, and don't say but, say and, and my independence is really, really important to me. So, you know, there'll be times when I'll need to go off and it's nothing to do with you. It's just how I am, but I will come back at this time. So for example, say, I don't know, you're not a big texter. Please say that to your partner or I'm not a big WhatsApper. So, you know, but it might be a case where you may compromise and say, look, you know, I'm not a big whatsapper but I will be you know I'll let you know if you message me I'll message you back or um you know in the morning I'll message you but I really prefer to see you at dinner or I'll call you after work so make sure you're making those connections and honoring them so you're managing your time but you're there for your partner because here's the thing with avoiders people don't the world doesn't revolve around us okay we have to revolve around the world so if you're to create effectively a relationship that is the world we all have our part to play and often, like I said, avoiders and anxious people tend to go together. And it's about reassuring that person, hey, look, today my plan is I'm going to the gym, I'm going to work, um, I'll give you a call on my way home, for example. So that really puts that anxious person at ease and use emotive language as well because often you may feel as an avoider that someone when things start getting mushy, you feel it's a threat to your independence or you feel like they're, you know, somehow going to take your life away from you and they're not. They're just showing you their love language, their love style, their attachment style. So if you really like that person long term, you want to reassure them and that's going to create intimacy, trust and bonding. Okay, so again, avoiders, just really be clear on your language, okay? And try <laughs> and use emotive language like I really loved hanging out with you yesterday I had a really nice time to an anxious person that will really fill their cup even to anybody right I mean if you went on a date with someone you went out for coffee with friends and you just said look that was a really cool lunch or that was a really cool coffee or enjoyed doing that gym class with you that's a compliment we all love to be compliments so it's not an impact on you it's not a part of someone's trying to take your identity, but I think the more we are aware of ourselves, the more we show up and the better relationships we have, which ultimately lead to long-term success, right? So that's a bit about avoiders. And again, with attachment styles, if you're listening to this thinking, oh gosh, that's me and I do that, and my gosh, that's my friend, like try and notice these different styles in your friends and then that teaches you how to support them. Because again, when people have empathy and understanding, that creates stronger relationships. So, you know, at the end of the day, we are all human regardless of our attachment style. And sometimes we may be in a position where, you know, we're not there for others and you know, we don't support ourselves and we may show up as a bit ratty or irritable. And then, you know, but at the end of the day, we really are all human and no one's perfect at all. But the biggest message I would say is just to meet people where they are 
and lean in with empathy and understanding. If you do like this podcast, I highly recommend you passing it on to friends. And if you're more interested in listening to different attachment styles and how, you know, what you're like and who you are and about your friends, then I would just say down below, I'm going to print the link of an attachment style quiz. And I'm going to post about the origins of attachment theory, should you wish to. Alternatively, I do offer coaching on this, on how we can support living our life in friendships, relationships, etc. But there are things that you can do as well for your own personal development. So as always, thank you so much for listening. And if you let me know on my Instagram what attachment style resonates with you, I'd love to know. Take care, have a great day, and I will catch you soon on the next episode.